Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 244, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, good afternoon, and I still can't believe that we only have 16 days left. It's weird. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. So yes, Marvin, just 16 more episodes together before we wrap this up. Yeah, I know Dave. And after today, just three more editions of Interesting Facts with Marvin. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, I'd forgotten it's Thursday. Yeah, well, lucky for you, Dave. I did not forget. So, are you ready? Oh well, yeah, for sure. I am always ready for an interesting fact. Okay, Dave. Prepare to be amazed. Here we go. Interesting facts with Marvin. Interesting fact number two. A grizzly bear's bite is strong enough to crush a bowling ball. Oh, it is? Oh, well, wow. Yeah, that is an interesting fact, Marvin. Yeah, I know, Dave. Yeah, it's what I do. That's why this is soon to be everyone's favorite feature. Well, I don't know, Marvin. You might need a jingle for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point, Dave. Yeah, I should talk to the jingle guys. Well, yeah, and you'd better get on it quick, because we've only got three weeks left. But for now, well, let's get to our reading. Now, yesterday we heard how Saul went from trying to destroy the church to preaching the gospel. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, it was a bit, but today we're going to hear some more of how that went, and we're going to see what Peter's getting up to as well. Okay, great. Yeah, so, well, who's reading for us today? Well, funnily enough, it's a jingle guy. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I'll talk to him after about my jingle. (laughs) That'll do. So, yeah, over to you, Josh. Thanks, Dave. Today's readings are two parts from Acts chapter 9. The first one is verses 22 to 28. But Saul grew more and more powerful... The Jews living in Damascus couldn't believe what was happening. Saul proved to them that Jesus is the Christ. After many days, the Jews had a meeting. They planned to kill Saul, but he learned about their plan. Day and night, they watched the city gates closely in order to kill him. But his followers helped him escape by night. They lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. When Saul came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the believers, but they were all afraid of him. They didn't believe he was really one of Jesus' followers. But Barnabas took him to the apostles. He told them about Saul's journey. He said that Saul had seen the Lord. He told how the Lord had spoken to Saul. Barnabas also said that Saul had preached without fear in Jesus' name in Damascus. So Saul stayed with the believers. He moved about freely in Jerusalem. He spoke boldly in the Lord's name. And then we're jumping forward, verses 32 to 43. As Peter travelled around the country, he went to visit God's people in Lydda. There he found a disabled man named Aeneas. For eight years, the man had spent most of his time in bed. Aeneas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up, take care of your mat. So Aeneas got up right away. Everyone who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him. They turned to the Lord. In Joppa, there was a believer named Tabitha. 
Her name in the Greek language was Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping poor people. About that time she became sick and died. Her body was washed and placed in a room upstairs. Lydda was near Joppa. The believers heard that Peter was in Lydda, so they sent two men to him. They begged him, Please, come at once. Peter went with them. When he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him crying. They showed him the robes and other clothes Dorcas had made while she was alive. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. He turned toward the dead woman. He said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. When she saw Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called the believers and the widows. He brought her to them. They saw that she was alive. This became known all over Joppa. Many people believed in the Lord. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, so Paul found out what it was like to be in danger for following Jesus, huh? Yeah, he sure did. Overnight, he went from being the hunter to being the hunted. Now, Saul was an expert in the scriptures, the Old Testament. He knew it backwards. So now that God had revealed himself to Saul and Saul is on Team Jesus, well, he's able to use all he knows about God's big story to prove to people that Jesus was the one that the people of God had been waiting for. He was the Messiah. Well, yeah, and that's why they wanted to kill him, huh? Yeah, it is. And if it wasn't so serious, it would almost be funny. The Jews thought that when Paul arrived, they had been sent the ultimate weapon against the Christians. But as Josh just read to us, it says they just couldn't believe what was happening. Their ultimate weapon was now preaching about Jesus the Messiah. And so after many days of that, well, they figure enough of this. We need to kill him. But of course, as we heard, Paul escapes in a basket. Well, yeah, but then the Christians in Jerusalem, they can't believe it either. That's right, everyone on every side of this had a hard time believing the amazing change that had happened. But through it all, Paul sets about spreading the good news whenever and wherever he gets the chance. Meanwhile, Peter is travelling about still doing amazing things by the Holy Spirit. Aeneas, who's been in bed for eight years, hops up like his grandson has won a chocolate factory, and that's pretty impressive. But then Dorcas, who was dead, is brought back to life. And of course, in both places, people hear what had happened and they believe in the good news that Peter is preaching. Oh, yeah, those are pretty good signs that Peter's not just some guy making some stuff up, huh? Yeah, that's right, Marvin. Just as Jesus had showed that he was who he said he was by performing all his miracles, well, the Holy Spirit is showing the good news that these men are preaching is not from them, but is from God himself. And so again, the good news is spreading and the church is growing. And Marvin, let's remember, this is Peter, who not that long ago was outside Pilate's house weeping because of what he'd done as his best friend Jesus was inside facing the hatred of the Jewish leaders. And now, well, here he is preaching boldly, performing miracles, leading the church. Oh yeah, yeah, you kind of forget that, huh? Yeah, we do. You know, sometimes we look at people in church and think, gosh, look at them, they're doing such great things. I'm not like them. God couldn't use me for much. But boys and girls, that's just not true. Now, for one, all those people, well, they're sinners who've messed up a bunch too. But for another, here with Peter and all the way through God's big story, we've seen that God isn't up in heaven picking out incredibly awesome people who never make mistakes. I mean, think about Moses, who was a murderer. Gideon, who needed a ton of signs before he'd do anything. Jonah, a prophet who ran away from God. 
David, who stole another man's wife and then had him killed. And of course, we've been hearing about Saul, who was hunting down Christians. Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah, it is good to know that God isn't just interested in awesome people. Yeah, for sure. Or, well, I know I'd be in trouble. Yeah, me too, Dave. But you see, God's big plan is never about us and how great we are. It's always about God and how great he is. So today, boys and girls, thank God that we don't have to be good enough for him before we come or good enough before we're invited to come even. He invites us to come just as we are. And then he does amazing things using sinners and failures just like Peter and Saul and Moses and Gideon and Jonah and just like us. Yeah. So what do you think God might use me for, Dave? Well, Marvin, you have spent 244 days helping to tell God's big story, so God's already using you for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, I never thought of that being God using me. Well, God can use us in all sorts of ways, some big ways and some little ways, and probably in lots of ways that we won't expect. But mostly our job isn't to know what God is going to use us for. Our job is just to do our best to follow him and to listen to him every single day. And then he'll show us what he wants to do with us along the way. Okay, yeah, got you, Dave. And, well, that is where we'll leave it for today, Marvin. So let's say goodbye. We'll be back tomorrow to finish up the week. Okay, yeah, well, bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and